Hey everybody, it's Jake and I am alone in the basement. Well, I mean that's the name of the podcast, but this episode I am not actually in the basement. Uh, One, I just put in my air conditioner upstairs. And two, uh, the basement's kind of creepy at night, I'm not going to lie. And uh, if that makes me sound like a big baby, then I am a big baby that is afraid of that basement. Uh, We're back after a a bit of a break. Uh, A lot of stuff going on in my life. Uh, especially uh, getting ready for the first Wrestle Association Heartstrong Gumi show. Shelby's walking through. You want to say hi, Shelby? Hi. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, for this... get drunk. Okay. <laughs> you have fun with that. For this episode, we are going to be talking to one-third of the brain trust behind Total Psychopathic Wrestling, Steven Johnson. Uh, this is going to be his second time on. We're going to cover everything that's happened since the last time he was on and get everybody up to date for this weekend's show, Right to Remain Violent, go over the card, just kind of get everybody uh, uh, set up for what is looking like a ridiculously insane show. So you know the deal. Just hang around, and then uh, I'll literally be right back with Steven. So sit tight. All right, everybody, we are back, and we are with Steven Johnson. Again, Steven, thank you for taking some time out of your night and spending it with me. I appreciate you having you back on. Uh, You're a dude I talk to very regularly, so this is just another instance of us shooting the shit, pretty much. Yeah, man, another (laughs) night of being alone in the basement with my boy Jufro Jake. (laughs) Uh, I actually, two things, I'm upstairs in the living room because the basement's creepy at night and I just put in the air conditioner, and two, I cut my hair. (laughs) No. Yeah, I did, I'm sorry. (laughs) And I never even got to touch it. I I know. I know. But you let Hack touch it. Actually, I didn't let Hack touch it. He was oh, he also touched it on his own. You know, he was upset that he never got to touch it either. And then I was telling you guys when I was gonna show up uh, earlier in the month that you guys could touch it, and then everything just went downhill that day. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck every rental car company up there in New York. Fuck Enterprise. I even, <laughs> I even tried, man. I called Enterprise. They was budget. Alamo. I even was calling around for you, and I don't even live in New York. <laughs> yeah, everything up here kind of sucks, especially when you're as far up as I am. <laughs> like, I was a cock hair away from seeing if I could get you a plane ticket. Oh, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> next time, though, which I'm hoping is in the next uh, couple months, I should be back down hanging out with you guys, trying not to burn to death in the... Uh, the Knoxville, I, I'm saying it correctly, yeah. <laughs> son. Yeah, what you called us, what were you called last time, Nashville? Yeah, on accident, and then you, you immediately were on me for that. Yeah, that's a spotting word right there, man. <laughs> well, all right, last time you were on, it was uh, us pretty much talking about uh, the lead-up to Hotter Than Hell, which was actually last August. It doesn't even seem that long. It's crazy. Actually, I've got a lot of experience uh, booking shows. Like, up until that point, Hotter Than Hell was pretty much the first show I had ever booked top to bottom. I, you know, with the other company, I was getting to book two or three matches. And then when I first started with TPW, I was getting to book a couple of death matches. And then next thing you know, I'm booking the whole show. So I've been doing that for the past year so I've learned a lot about the wrestling business 
Yeah, uh, actually, I didn't know that you were the, the main booker. I always thought it was well, just... Well, I'm not. Oh, pretty much, it's me, it's me and Matt. But, yeah. And then Hack's just throwing in his crazy ideas on the constant. Hack, Hack does uh, production. Oh. He does, he does the Roku, all everything on the internet. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all three of you guys are great dudes. Uh, I love being able to talk to you. I love the... The inclusion that I get for being a small part of the TPW family, and I owe you guys a lot, and I really appreciate it. Oh man, we owe you, <laughs> and you've done a lot for us. You may not realize it, man, but you know, get letting us use your platform to promote our shit has helped us. I, I appreciate that, man. And then ever since you know we've had you on, I don't think a month has gone by without someone from TPW being on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, that's what we're trying to do, man. We're trying to show y'all Southern death matches, you know, still a thing. Y'all keep, you know, people up in the Northeast and the Midwest keep trying to shit on us, but, you know, we're still doing it. Yeah, and I think that is one of the craziest things, too, is that in the South, there isn't really a lot of deathmatch companies. You guys, I would say at this point, are the premier one because of how regularly you run. Uh, I know Tyler Graves has Pro Wrestling Georgia. And he does a great job too, but he's just not as he looks active. As he. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? I've actually got to meet him since we've talked on the podcast, and I met him. And he—it's like I'm talking to a teenage kid, and you wouldn't think he owns his own damn wrestling company. And then you see him in the ring, and it's like a younger ver- skateboard version of you is what made what I thought of. <laughs> it, was, it was like an eighth grade version of me wrestling when I watch him. What about his mustache? Do you have anything to say about his mustache? He tries so hard. <laughs> he tried so hard. <laughs> I love Tyler. If he's listening to this, uh, I, I really do. You're a great dude, man. And uh, you, you've also been super supportive of, of the podcast and uh, of TPW. So all, all in the family, just making fun of each other. Yeah, I love you, Tyler. <laughs> so... After Hotter Than Hell, the next event you guys did was Outlaw Shit. Oh, we just going to skip over Hotter Than Hell. What do you want to talk about it? I've talked about it a million um, times, but I, I'll that talk was about our, it. Oh, up until now, I, that was our best show. It was See, di- when I was on, we were just hopping it. But, you know, I, I had no idea it was going to be probably the best show we've ever done. I still, to this day, I still think it's our best show. If people want to see what TPW is all about, I tell them to check out the Hotter Than Hell show. It definitely had uh, three of my favorite matches of the year last year, by far. I mean, uh, shit, how do you pick just one? You can't. The last the last three, like, in order, are ridiculous. Like, you, you literally can't get better than that closing three on a show anywhere. Yeah, uh, I mean, and then... Just the whole show in general, man. Like Caddy and Grim, that was that was awesome. Know, that was just a combination of styles, right there, and a mixture or a clash of styles, I should say. And before that, but, I hadn't really been uh, exposed to Caddy, and that was the match that really made me fall in love with him as a wrestler because he is so fucking good. Yeah, man. I mean, you had his old school Southern style of wrestling mixed with Grimm's hybrid. With oh, it was just it was just a awesome match, man. It really was. 
uh, the opener uh, with Amazing Maria and Lincoln Mosley. That yeah, was that a- was a surprise match. No one even knew <laughs> that match was going to happen. No one knew about that match. That, that- was just a little surprise. <laughs> it was solid, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was a surprise match, man. <laughs> Maria's always good, so doesn't necessarily matter. She's a, she's a sweetheart. She's a hell of a worker, too. Oh, yeah, she is. Uh, after that, it was uh, the hollow points, if you want to call it at that point, because it was just kind of Keith in a chair uh, yeah. against the Saints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can skip over that one. Uh, uh, Mr. Mayhem, Houston Everett, beat Jake Phoenix. We can skip over that one, too. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to rush along. I'm not shitting, like, by any means, all these guys are good workers. Keith Gavins and Mayhem or. I'm glad they finally came together as the new hollow points. Same. They're both great workers. Those were two dudes that were kind of, I don't want to say just there, but them coming together makes both of them better. Yes, 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 for real. And then add Smiley on it, and it's it's great, all three of them. I love the pairing. Uh, We had Hunter Wolf take on the Beast Man. I think that was the first time they, they clashed. Yes, yes, and that was a fuck of a match, man. Like, I was, you know, I had never really sat down and watched a Beast Man match all the way through before until, you know, I just seen a little highlight that he sent me. And I, that was just a hell of a match. Two monsters. Yeah, that's just, if you haven't seen that match, go watch it, and it's literally two giant dudes beating the absolute fuck out of each other, which would yeah. be the blueprint for their future matches. Yeah, it's like it's like it was like watching Godzilla versus Kong back last year before it came out. Literally, yeah, dead on. Uh, we already covered uh, Stephen Burns and Mister Grimm. Uh, Hollywood Haley J took on Alice Crowley. Both that, that was the first ever women's match at TPW. Really? Yes, uh, that was. We had we had intergender matches, but we never had a woman's match. Just a woman. And that was the very first woman's match we had, and I booked it. And it's two incredibly talented women. Yes, man. Yes, it was a great match. Then it was the four-way Boards of Hell match. Uh, one of the best four-way... It's probably the best four-way death match I've ever seen in my life. You had J.W. Dalton, Brad Cash, Alex Ocean, and the winner of the match, Raven Havoc. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you need to go out of your way to see this. It is yeah. just fucking insane from top to bottom. Uh, that, I, that match was the reason we can't use glass in the rec center no more. <laughs> I was going to bring that up, and I'm glad you did. I also yeah, love I mean, how J.W. Dalton was just there. Yeah, yeah, and he just showed up with Raven Havoc. And that was... And, uh, oh, go he ahead. Said, he, he said, uh, they, you know... Raven, he was wanting to work, and they said they'd throw him in their match, and Raven said, I'll vouch for him. I said, how much are you going to charge? <laughs> he uh, shot me a reasonable price, and I said, welcome to the party. And it's crazy, like, that was the start of his ascent through TPW, because now I feel like he's just such a constant fixture that, you know, a show doesn't go by where he isn't in a match that I'm excited for. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, once we get to the next show, I'll tell you a story about why I've kept wanting to bring him back ever since, ever since then. 
Uh, the but, fo- oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. Once once we get to talking about outlaw shit, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another story. I'll tell you a story about J.W. Dalton. But let's let's go ahead and knock this one out. Uh, the next one, uh, one of my favorite barbed wire rope matches of all time. Uh, yes. Akira taking on Colt forty five. Uh, it's yes, it's a, it's an absolute classic. Uh, everyone should watch it. Not not just because of Colt leaving us too early, but because of how great of a match it really is. Well, I, I literally told both of them, I'm like, man, you know, you guys might put Sabu and Terry Funk's little ECW barbed wire match to shame, man. Like, that that was just the best no-rope barbed wire match ever. The moment when Akira threw Colt on the ropes and they just, like, snap on him... That that vision stays with me forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That like I was sitting there, I was like, he's about to do it. He's not gonna do it. He's about to. Oh fuck, he did it. And it's just, it's so cringe. And I mean, yes, in deathmatch wrestling, there's always that stuff that's gonna make you go, oh fuck. But I don't know. It was just the look of it that really made you go, Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, yes. It, it was a masterpiece. It was one of Colt Forty Five's last matches. You know, rest in peace to him, man. And I'm just, you know, happy that I, you know, I booked that match and it turned out it was a great match. And you know, can't nobody take that from me. No, they never will be able to. Like if I was, you know, out of all, if you ask me, one of my favorite matches I've ever put on, it was that one. It's- It'll always be that one. It's going to be hard to follow. Yeah, that's literally, it is. It was one of my favorite matches last year, by far. And uh, the main event, the Scaffold of Doom death match, in which I, I asked you guys multiple times, how do you even get a scaffold, to which you just replied, I know somebody. No, that was Matt. <laughs> was it Matt who knew somebody? Yeah, because I didn't even know how the fuck we got the <laughs> scaffold. It was uh, Nefarious Creedmoor taking on Tristan Ramsey, and I did not expect Nefarious Creedmoor to take the belt that night. I really didn't. Nobody did, man. <laughs> Nobody. He's the curse of East Tennessee. I thought he was from North Carolina. I know, but he's the curse of Tennessee. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's for, he is from, you know, Burke County, North Carolina. Shout out to Burke County in five dollar wrestling. Oh, I had some of those yeah, DVDs he, growing up. He, uh, he, uh, yeah, he, he called himself ever since he beat Tristan that night. He started calling himself the Tennessee Curse. Hey, it's a great name, man. I actually really like that. Yeah, man. And his crazy Viking face paint—that's scary in the darkness. Yeah, yeah, Belton's a character, man. I could listen. I could literally sit and listen to him talk for hours. He's got so much knowledge on the business. It's just, I got, like, literally after the shows, I'll sit there and just listen to him and just bullshit with him just for hours. That's why, like, I was kind of hey, trying to push for him to be on your podcast, man. I'm definitely going to reach out. Uh, I'm set, Soon I'm going to start setting stuff up for the rest of June, and he's going to be the first dude I reach out to. So if he's listening, expect a message within like a week or two. Yeah. 
Uh, then on to outlaw shit, where you went back to the chatterbox, the uh, the outdoor home of TPW. Yeah, our last resort, but I ain't, I ain't saying that there. That's that's our you know our favorite place to run the chatterbox. They they literally, you know, been you know you couldn't ask for a better place to run a show, better host. Those people are just great people to us, man. They have done so much for Total Psychopathic Wrestling. Uh, every time that I watch a, a show of your guys's from there, th- the crowds are always insane. Not to say that they're not at, at uh, Smoky Mountain Athletics either. That place has gotten louder than any other live event I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> but I think it's just yeah, TPW fans that are just loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I would put 50 of our fans up too, you know, up against anybody's fans around here. You know, being rowdy and bloodthirsty kind of gives you that old school ECW fan feeling. It does. It really does. And there's usually, just like ECW, uh, there's always the same, like, regular go-to fans you can pick out in the front. Yeah, Ricky. Yep. Shout out to him, man. I love him. (laughs) Bubba, too. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba Hotep. He's actually (laughs) training with us now. Is he really? Good for him. Yes, yes, yes. If you notice, like, on our last few events, he's been a ring boy and security guard. I thought that was just him helping out of the goodness of his heart, but to hear that he's, you know, working on getting in there, man. Good for him. He let me skewer him. (laughs) Okay, tell me the story. I need to know. (laughs) This was just recently, too. It was cold as fuck. We were at the chatterbox. And first, me, you know, we were talking to him, but he... I don't know if you've seen the videos of him and Chris Ballard taking chops from wrestlers, you know... That's like their thing before the shows and after the show. They'll sit there and let the wrestlers, you know, all the workers chop the shit out of them. I have not well, seen those videos. Well, something happened that night and someone said they'd give Hunter Wolf a hundred bucks to, I can't, I think it was to uh, hit Bubba with a chair. <laughs> Bubba let him. And, I mean, he hit him. I didn't see it, but you heard it. It was loud. <laughs> so we came around to see what all the fuss was about. And then we talk. We had a shit ton of skewers left over, so Matt skewers at first, and then I was like, I'm gonna learn how to skewer somebody. <laughs> so I had Belton Creedmore standing there, you know, coaching me how to do it. So after I done it to Bubba and Chris Ballard both, I was like, I would not want to be skewered. <laughs> it, it and is it? It's just like such a. I'm trying to think of like the right words, but it's just one of those visions in wrestling. Once you see them come out, you know what's about to happen. And just know, and, the way and they Masada, stay there. You know, no disrespect to Masada. I heard he like hates that when other people do it, because he's the one who started it here. And I, I'm just... It's just one of those... I love... For some reason, I pop every time I see somebody get skewered and like take a chair shot or a pile driver or some kind of shot to the head. Right when they're still in there, oh, it makes me just fuck it. Gives me the creeps, yeah. man. Like all I can ever see is that like stabbing them in the brain. Right. Or just I don't know, just the thought of them breaking off in there and then you having to like go to the ER to explain about how you need the tips of these fucking wooden skewers pulled out of your face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just the story they're going to be asking about. <laughs> right. Uh, so, 
So, Outlaw Shit was September 19th. In the opening match, Hunter Wolf won a gauntlet. Uh, the, the following match was the moment that Hack turned on the Rabbit Pitbull, Matt Raby, and the Hollow Points won the tag titles. Uh, you know, I, I got that fucker back for him knocking the shit out of me that day. Yes, you did. <laughs> and I, I feel like that was something that not many people saw coming. Uh, but it definitely started one of my favorite storylines of the year with yeah. with Hack and Matt trying to kill each other. <laughs> yep, yep. And Hack can suck it on soft. <laughs> oh, poor Hack. Uh, Mr. Grimm defeated Cody Lane. Uh, Kenzie Page defeated Thunder Kitty in an underrated match. Yeah, that was a great match. Uh, Steven Burns defeats Roma Miller. Uh, this that was another good match. This one was one of my favorites from the show. Uh, Raven Havoc defeating Draven Lee in a fans bring the weapons match. Mostly because uh, that's not really something Draven does often. So to see him yeah. in, in something that was out of his element was really cool to see. Yeah, man. He, I was like, you want, he wanted to work his first death match and he wanted it to be with Raven Havoc. And I was like, I'll make it happen. Hey, it's not a... There's no one else you could have kind of asked for. In that situation. <laughs> yeah, and it was a great match. It really was. It was definitely something different and something I really enjoyed. Uh, we skipped over one of my the gauntlet match, man. I, I got to point something out. Oh, go for it. Her, that, that was when Herzog also debuted for us. Yes! And, you know, Hunter was laying waste to everybody in that gauntlet. And then next thing you know, out comes this big son bitch. I'm trying. And I'm trying like to remember they, what Ricky calls They had calls a brawl. Him. They had a hell. They had a hellacious brawl. And yeah. What does Ricky call him? The caveman-looking son of a bitch or something? He calls him the dinosaur fucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a name. Uh, yeah, I remember. I go and went back and watched it, and then when you see him come out. You hear Ricky, just everybody's just quiet, like looking at him, because you know, you know, you know, it's gimmicky. Like, what the fuck? Oh. But you hear Ricky out of everybody, he just goes, "You're about an ugly motherfucker." <laughs> uh, Herzog, if you're just counting looks in pro wrestling, that is one of the most terrifying looking motherfuckers ever. <laughs> Man, Herzog is my best kept secret. He, no one else uses him in this area. He's a hell of a worker. His gimmick is fucking creative as fuck. Oh, it I is? I love his gimmick. Like, Herzog, man, I'll, I'll put him over all day. I love Herzog. Which, uh, I can't wait to get to the March Madness match to talk about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Tristan... Went one on one with J.W. Dalton in the barefoot four corners of pain match, uh, which that was a fucking massacre of a oh, match. Jesus! Anytime anyone's barefoot, I just fucking ugh. Yeah, I have city feet, bro. So I don't, I don't do that barefoot <laughs> shit. Like I cringe every time I see it. Like my wife and son will run around barefoot all day, walking on gravel and everything, and I'm just like, I, I wear socks in my house. <laughs> I'm a slipper guy. Yeah, I wear slides and, you know, socks. But, yeah. But I ain't going barefoot. And just the 
just knowing you're going barefoot into that, I think, is what gets me. Oh, yeah. And then, in the main event, Nefarious Creedmoor defended the TPW Deathmatch title for the first time. Uh, in no padding on the ring, everything's torn up. It's just the boards and the carpet. And there was carpet strips. Uh, taking on Phoenix Kid, a very well-traveled Deathmatch wrestler, Ben. All over North America. Uh, just a, a dude that I can't say enough great things about. The, uh, fucking our fans hated Phoenix Kid. I don't know what it was, but they they fucking hated him, man. He just came out and just started getting heat. Like we wasn't expecting that. Honestly, neither was I, and it made me like wonder had he done something previously. So I went looking, and I'm like, wait, no, no, he, I can't find anything. No, like no, he just came out. They had a good match, you know. You also noticed they didn't know one bled in that death match. Yeah. They had the first ever death match, I think, without no blood. Uh, well, besides Jimmy Lloyd's infamous King of the Death match last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, um, also, the padding on the ring was took up. It made it for a cool look for the match, but that wasn't originally supposed to happen. Really? If you noticed in the match before with Tristan and JW, they brought out the hot coals. Yes. And they had them on like that, you know, I think it was like a like a pile of wood or some kind of screen or something. And Tristan gets the bright idea to set them in the ring after we told him, don't set them in the ring. Oh, geez. Well, he sets them in the ring. Next thing you know, we look down and the mat's on fire. Oh, no. Yeah. So you see them end up putting them. If you go back and watch the match, you can see them have to put the damn fire out. Uh, afterwards, and if you notice, our mat ever since then has two big ass pieces of black electrical tape covering the spots. <laughs> I have noticed that, but I feel like it's just reminiscent of like every deathmatch mat. <laughs> There's always those those chunks kind of missing from shit. Like no, I was like no. We had like the prettiest deathmatch ring ever. No cuts, no, you know, nothing. We put a tarp down or another canvas for the, you know, the death matches. But I think we don't even use it no more because it looks like someone was murdered on it. Yeah, that one got. I, I don't know. I love that look though. Of when it does, you know, after after the amount of time that it's used and it's fucking like ridiculous like the the fmw canvases in the mid 90s where they're just yeah covered in blood yeah man there's enough <laughs> dna on that to like shoot an episode of csi actually i would would it be harder for them with so much dna being on it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but there's a lot on there and uh what is the jw dalton story you have for this show okay man for some reason when we go to the chatterbox at the end of the show we all hang out and party well by then everybody's good and fucking shit faced well there's always that tough asshole that wants to try to come out and pick a fight with the wrestlers always always <laughs> well this night I'm pretty positive it, yeah this night it was uh This night, there was more fights than normal. Oh, great. 
like like we got eric the security guard he was like damn man am i breaking up fights between wrestling fans that are with us or am i just bouncing for the bar he's like i can't can't i can't even tell anymore <laughs> but no man uh, jw there was this little fat little fucking chubby little red-headed ginger kid with a fucking he had a rat tail of all things and this is a grown-ass man the rat tail is and still I'm, slightly I popular mean, around here I mean, redhead, redhead, you know, ginger, coffer cab ginger. <laughs> you know, the gingers have souls, kid. <laughs> yeah, that color, that red hair. Like, I'm redhead, but like I'm strawberry blonde. Like, this was like red, redhead, like carrot top. But he had the fucking rat tail. And he had a beard. And he kept just starting shit with everybody, man. Just like, just trying to pick a fight. Well, him and JW were about to get in it. And, you know, we ended up having to go out there and break that up. JW's drunk as shit. His little uh, manager, the gothic superstar, Devin Graves. Hot Topic Cowboy? Yeah, the Hot Topic <laughs> Cowboy. Anyway, he was shit-faced. They were having to, like, while this was going on, somebody was, like, carrying him out. He looked like he had just died. Someone was having to carry him <laughs> to the vehicle. He was so shit-faced. Well, J.W. was drunk as shit, and he was like, man, I don't want to get kicked out of TPW. That's my home. And I'm like, man, the fact that you was about to fight a dude after you just had a barefoot death match, and you're in flip-flops. It's like, you'll always have a place in my heart. And TPW. And I just don't get why anyone would want to start a fight with J.W. He's an imp- Wait, I, don't, I don't get it, man. He's imposing in person. He really is. Well, this dude wasn't a little dude by any means either. But, you know, he, he's just one of those. He just kept starting trouble throughout the night. And, well, by the end of the night after everybody left, this little fucking same kid, his daddy was there. His daddy was like 50 or 60, old, little skinny old guy. And they he kept on and on antagonizing his dad, you know, fucking around with him. Well, daddy fucking spears him oh jesus and it just like pops him a couple times pop pop and then that's when at that point the bar lady said closed we're closed time to go last go home yeah because by that point there was done like 50 fights that night (laughs) and i was surprised i thought they were never gonna let us come back again after that and i love how at the end of that the ginger got beat up by his own dad Yes, it was it was something to see. <laughs> you haven't lived until you see a little sixty year old man flat back spear like he's fucking Brian Erlacher or some shit. <laughs> just lay out this little this chubby ginger kid with a rat tail. You think he was disappointed that his son had a rat tail? I don't know. I would have been disappointed that the kid was the way the kid acted, I'd have just been, you know, disappointed in general. Fair enough. The kid was like on a motorcycle too. Like he left he, when he got it, when he was leaving, he revved it up and sped off on his motorcycle drunk. Oh, great. <laughs> and then now the dad feels bad because he just had to beat the shit out of his fat rat tailed ginger son. <laughs> and now his fat drunk rat tailed ginger son's on his motorcycle riding off like he's fucking Mad Max or some shit. Yeah, I could see why he might be concerned. But at the same time, if his kid wasn't a douchebag in the first place, none of that yeah. would have happened. I mean, he was, you know, 
I don't know. I guess if I was, you know, a fat ginger kid with a rat tail, I'd probably be, like, mad at the world, too. Yeah, but you can always cut your rat tail. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, I don't, I don't think no one told him that. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, fuck that kid. The following that, or the following show was Hollow Wicked. Uh, the, the first TPW show I got to experience live. Uh, yeah. Which was just awesome. Just what a fucking great show. And yeah, man. That was the first time we got to kick it. It was, and it was a fucking awesome time. And the uh, the opening match was the clusterfuck where it was just hard for me to remember everyone's name. <laughs> you know, I still don't even remember everyone that was in it. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, really, it was. It was hard to remember everyone. But T.J. Phillips was the winner. <laughs> that is what matters. Yep. Uh, after that, it was a tag match where we had the Saints taking on humbled excellence of Eric Ecton and Will Knox. Will uh, Knox, man, I, I love that dude. Yeah, Will Knox I is think a good that dude. Was his debut. It was. And he's been a major part to the TPW as well. The more, you know, we go through, you'll see how he progresses. Oh, yeah, he's definitely become a dude who's, who's a, a player. Yeah, man. Uh, after that, it was uh, a death match in which the winner got to move on to the main event to face John Wayne Murdoch. It was a Lego death match between J.W. Dalton and Sickened. And Legos are never fun. Uh, it, it was oh, it, it was like we were, you know I think we were talking about when we were there that you know if you ever step on a Lego you're like fuck that hurts but now imagine a million fucking Legos and then they're putting them on boards and putting each other through the boards with the Legos and it's just like ugh. yeah I, and there's the Lego wiffle ball bat yes. Uh, after that, it was another. It was uh, I guess the second women's match in TBW history where Sarah Dox took on Shauna Reed, which was also no, a, no, 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 no. The second one was uh, oh, Thunder Kitty Thunder and Kenzie Kitty. Page. Duh. Yep. So this is the third. <laughs> uh, so with Sarah Dox and Shauna Reed. Uh, also, that one was really, really good to see live. Uh, Shauna Reed really yeah, impressed man, me. Yeah, I never, I never, I never seen Shauna Reed before. That was like the first. That was the first for me. I was. Blown away, she's a hell of a wrestler or I think, worker. I think she's doing stuff in OVW now. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, uh, yeah she was a, she was just great. Then, uh, in a three-way of monstrous proportions, we had the Beast Man, Hunter Wolf, and Mason Martin. Three big, big beefy dudes. Uh, Beast Man going the monster off the ball. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Beastman going off the top uh, will always just because I remember he's getting up there like this. No, this, this isn't gonna fucking happen. And then it yeah, happened. I, was, I remember what I was sitting there next to you, and I'm like, oh fuck, there goes the ring. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I was waiting on I, like I went after the match. I was like, dude, I was like, I can't believe the rope told you. And he goes, dude, I can't either. And I was like, oh great, that's fucking reassuring. <laughs> After that, Stephen Burns defended the TPW heavyweight title against Miles Millennium in a, a really fucking great 
old school technical match. I fucking loved that match. Yeah, man, that was, uh, that, you know, when people just say TPW, all oh, only deathmatch and, you know, outlaw shit, you know, we got shit like this, too. Yeah, and we, then... We got something for everybody. Then after that, it was crazy outlaw shit, where you had Briar Wellington <laughs> showing up to uh, to team with Matt against the hollow points of Keith Gavins, and that was the, the first night that uh, Mr. Mayhem became a hollow point. Yes, you're correct. In the casket match. Yup. And... and hack of, uh, you know, doing hack shit. <laughs> Hiding behind everybody. Uh, yeah. I remember us trying to watch the match, which was nearly impossible because of the amount of people that were in our way. <laughs> yeah, they decided to put the damn casket on the other end of the building. Instead of up by the ring. Don't know who made that call. <laughs> but then again, that bastard was heavy, so. <laughs> That's probably what it was. They just got it through and then said, there, under there. Just put it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know the white pillow on it had Keith Gavin's blood all over it. I was going to get to that. of the After the show, people nervous about you know trying to give the casket back with the blood all on the pillow and <laughs> yeah they gave it back and the dude saw the blood stain on it and he just said flip the pillow over and said it'll be all right <laughs> which is great he's like yeah i'm fuck. not gonna tell the funeral home because i don't <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> i just love that which is like yeah flip it over it's fine uh afterwards uh, after that, we had Brad Cash taking on Satu Jin in a fucking crazy ass, fucking old school type death match because that was that the, was a stiff fucking match. It was that was a, that was a death match half fight right there. Oh yeah, and and at this point, Smoky Mountain Athletics was not allowing glass, so it was yeah. it was figuring out weapons that could be used that would still give you that that crazy death match feel, but also you know, work with the the venue's new regulations. But those guys fucking carved the shit out of them. You know, those death matches, you know, not everybody needs glass to get over in a death match, and we proved that, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, it was uh, the one after that that kind of showed that when uh, with Raven Havoc and Travis Dykes and, what was it, Tyler X? Yeah. And just... That was Tyler X's first death match. Yes, I remember him saying that afterwards, but just... Watching Travis bleed so fucking much. Yeah, that dude, he, he bleeds buckets. He do, he really does. He is a bleeder. <laughs> and just, oh, that I just remember being fucking everywhere. Then, like, his hair still being, like, wet with blood. Well after the show was done. It was just at that point we were just hanging out in the parking lot. And his, his hair was still fucking wet of just blood. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And then he was talking about if you if you ever watch him when he bleeds, you can normally see it squirting and dripping every fucking where. Oh yeah, it's fucking it, it. It's one of those things where, while yes, him being a deathmatch wrestler, you know, you gotta be tough as fuck. But at some point, I I don't know if I asked him that in our interview or not. If, if he's ever like legitimately worried about bleeding out. <laughs> oh, I'm worried for him before. Oh. And then the main event, 
we had John Wayne Murdoch defeat J.W. Dalton in a fucking crazy ass shit everywhere death match. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that was wild. And the, that was, uh, that was, I think that's the night J.W. Dalton became a man. You watch him become a man that night. <laughs> and the crowd was just so fucking loud for that match. And and yeah. despite having been there for hours, they were still fucking ridiculously loud. You know, you see some, you go to some shows around here, they'll be loud, like, you know, the first couple matches and they die down, you know. Not a TPW, bro. They're they're loud all the way through. Yeah, they really are, and it's fucking. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I think it's the beer. <laughs> Next show after that was State of Emergency. Uh, in the uh, the opening match, it was the the Saints doing their best of five series. I think that was the start of it. Uh, then we had uh, Matt Raby facing Hunter Wolf when uh, Hack brought Hunter Wolf out as a, as a bit of a hired gun. <laughs> yeah, that's when I get my revenge on Hack. That is. When you, that was the one where you slid in there and made the count, right? Yeah, sir. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sir. Do I have the authority to make the counts at TPW? I sure do. Well, yeah. I mean, you're one of the fucking bosses. Who's going to tell you no? <laughs> After that, Stephen Burns continued his, uh, his his crazy reign as champion, where he defeated Elijah Proctor. Uh, that Elijah Proctor, man, that dude rode in. i never seen him before either up until this night. He rode in with Timmy Lou. And he, he was a hell of a worker, man. Like, I, I've actually, since that night, I went back and started following him a bit more, watching his shit. He's, that kid's going places, man. He, yeah, I was really impressed, too. But it was also actually one of the, I don't think I can recall seeing him since anywhere. <laughs> I've seen him on a couple of things on IWTV and high spots. Oh, then maybe I'm just not looking hard enough, or I just didn't notice. One of the two. Yeah, I, I, I trust me. I follow everybody's <laughs> shit. You know those promotions that you're like, what, don't nobody know on them promotions? And you're like, oh, am I going to watch? Yeah, I watch those. <laughs> I try to. I try to stay up I with everybody. I watch everybody's shit. Uh, you mentioned Timmy Lou. He went one-on-one -on -one with Fred Yehi in a fucking... Yeah. Barn burner. That one was fucking yeah. solid. Anybody wants to talk about our shit death match, wrestling, tell them to go back and watch that match. Yeah, that's just two dudes fucking giving you a just classic fucking awesome wrestling match. That was probably the best hands down wrestling match that I've had at TPW. Yeah, I can agree with that. After that, it was uh, a de another four way death match for the title. Uh, where Creedmore defeated Dalton, Travis Dykes, and Tristan Ramsey, uh, four of the top deathmatch dudes in the South, at least in my in my opinion. Those, those are four of my fucking favorite people <laughs> to watch wrestle and beat the fuck out of each other. <laughs> yes, yep. He, he somehow pulled it off that night, man. 
Uh, after that, uh, actually, I really enjoyed this match with Raven Havoc and uh, Neil Diamond Cutter. Was that? Yes, uh, that, that was a great match too. That goes to show you right there. You don't always need glass, as I said it earlier. You don't need glass to get yourself over in a death match. No, that was a perfectly done death match with no glass. I would really tell people to if if you haven't seen that match, and if you're a fan of, of Neil Diamond Cutter, but maybe haven't seen a lot of Raven stuff. Go watch that match, because then you're going to watch everything Raven does afterwards. I, I love watching Neil work, man. He, he's a hell of a worker. He's totally, he's one of those underrated guys. But I'm glad, you know, uh, DeMonto up there at ICW has been putting him on. Oh, yeah, he's definitely one of those dudes who really deserved the blow-up he got through ICW yes. NHP. And then in, in the main event, talk about three fucking crazy dudes with three different backgrounds completely. John Wayne Murdoch, Herzog, and Satu Jin in a three-way death match where they also beat the absolute fuck of each other all around Smoky Mountain Athletics. Yeah, that, that match right there was... You know, I think the only person... It, total psychopathic wrestling that's undefeated is John Wayne Murdoch. I think so. I think I tried looking it up. Yeah, he has not been beat yet at total psychopathic wrestling. He is undefeated. Alright, on to the next show, which was Season Beatings 2. Uh, in the uh, the opener, you have Hunter Wolf defeating Eli Green and Jake Phoenix. And this is uh, before they became a regular team, right? This is before they became the Valkyrie. <laughs> in in one of my favorite <laughs> promo packages, I think I had seen till that point. Yeah, I call I call them uh, all three all those guys: uh, Jake Phoenix, uh, Dick Dangle, and uh, Eli Green. That's our job squad. You remember WWE? <laughs> Snow, that's what we call them, the job squad. That's their nicknames. Uh, the hollow points would defeat Humbled Excellence. Uh, then in a, a hardcore match is how it's labeled on cage match. It was uh, J.W. Dalton taking on Josh Monday. Which, yeah, well, uh, the Josh Monday, that was just a dude who just apparently just showed up that night because like, I never talked or met the dude before. My real only memory memory of that match is just JW fucking him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, well, I remember before the match started, I popped. His homeboy just dove as JW's walking. Yes. He just dove on him, and I'm like, yeah. And then it was when I because when I saw, it, I was like, oh shit, this is starting out fucking hot. And then yeah, JW did what JW does. Yeah, JW uh, beat him like Yodi Mooney. <laughs> Then, in a, a three-way that I probably, had you not told me this was, was happening, I would have never imagined happening. It was Matt Raby, the Cadillac Cowboy Stephen Burns, and former WWE superstar James Ellsworth in a three-way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can you say? Uh, <laughs> the chant of suck his dick. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh. You gotta love the TPW faithful. It was a fun match. It really was. And three ways for me are usually very hit or miss. 
because of how hard of a match it is to pull off. But that one was very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It's like you never know who might show up at TPW. No, you you don't. Uh, especially, I mean, same thing with the next match because you had uh, Facade taking on Jason Gorey and Facade's one Jace of Car. Oh, sorry. <laughs> there was Jason Gorey and Jace Car. It was another three way. Oh, why did I remember that? Man, I'm, it's me getting tired. Fuck. But Facade's yeah. one of those dudes who's fucking been around and been fucking everywhere. And the fact that he has not been signed is just blows me away. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, that dude has been actively wrestling, and I mean super active, since I was, I think, grad, I think, yeah, either, the first time I think I ever saw him was either junior or senior year of high school, and I'm fucking 33 now, and he's been going nonstop since. Well, this was a special match for me to book because Facade is one of the reasons I started, you know, watching indie wrestling in East Tennessee. I went to a show one night uh, back in 2017. I, you know, kind of quit watching the indie scene in East Tennessee because I thought it was dead. But I went somewhere up in Pigeon Forge and him and uh, Menace had a match. And Menace is a local guy, but he's been around forever. So, you know, them, those two, that match made me fall back in love with indie wrestling in East Tennessee. Showed me that, you know, it's alive and, you know, doing well in East Tennessee. <laughs> so I got back into, you know, wrestling and now I'm booking and promoting. That's awesome, though, that you were kind of able to do one of those things where it was essentially a, I don't know if I would say like a repaying the favor, but... Definitely reaching yeah. out to someone who. Yeah, like I, I've, I've used Menace at the other company several times. Unfortunately, I haven't got to bring him to TPW since his injury, but I'll look to one day. Well, hopefully, he'll be back soon. Uh, after that, it is sickened, defeated Van Williams, and I. That I know, was that was a banger. It was. It really that was a fucking good one. Uh, Sickened is a dude that before you guys brought him in, I wasn't really aware of. And now he's a dude when I see, if I see him on a card, I'm like, okay, I know it's going to be good. The kingpin of Riot City, the Tony Montana of professional wrestling. (laughs) And in the main event, uh, a match that is fucking, would you say this? It's viral at this point. Uh, The barefoot match. Yes. Between Sarah and Tristan. Yes. Yeah, that's probably got the most views of any match we got on YouTube right now. And I think, it, it, I think the last time I checked it was at like 118. Yeah, it's 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 at a, it's over 100,000 by far and it it is a great match. It is, you know, two people and again, anytime anyone's barefoot, it's just like fucking ugh. And and the two people to do it. Ugh, those were the perfect two. And when he like fucking Threw her feet first onto the cans. I I, I almost had to walk away. <laughs> yeah, that that was a bit much for me. I don't, I don't know how you fucking watched that live. I'd be like, nope, I'm I need to go outside and uh, smoke a cigarette or something. <laughs> uh, I, I was I was you know <laughs> cringing. Uh, after that, it was the first show of 2021. In No Fucks Given. Who named that show? <laughs> it's a fun fact. Uh, that was uh, TPW's 
uh, first show back when they started running monthly. Our first show basically is when we started running monthly uh, back in uh, 2020. And then that was this part two, I guess. Oh. <laughs> but that state of emergency, was that the main event, Tristan and Sarah? Yeah, I believe so. Let me see it. On double check. Or not state of emergency, but season's beatings. I'm sorry. Yes, I, or was it? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the main event. Either way, I was just reminded of the cactuses. Cacti. And I, because I, I, now I wanted to remember to ask you, who the fuck shows up with cacti? Who's your cacti hookup? <laughs> uh, honestly, you never know what... Um, <laughs> These people bring to these shows. I'm, I'm thinking, wasn't that when didn't we also have Brad and uh, the dude from rehab that night? Was that one or was that the next one? I think it might be the name. Yeah, it is. It's it's the one in February. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't remember. I didn't think Tristan and Sarah was the main event on that show. Yeah, I don't know if Brad was even on that show. I think he missed it. I know Raven was out because baby. Yeah. Oh. And Belton didn't. It might have been, man. I'll, I'll have to go back and look, but I can't really remember at this point. Yeah, I don't think Belton was at that one either. Yeah, yeah. That might have been the main event. You might be correct on that, man. Uh, before we start talking about uh, No Fucks Given, the 2021 show, uh, you know how this is. You've listened to enough of them. We're getting close to the cutoff point, so I'm just going to stop and start. Sound good to you? Yes, sir. Okay, so February 6th, three days before my birthday this year, <laughs> the uh, the opener was Van Williams taking on Will Knox, in which Van won, uh, which is now, I think that was that Will's first singles match. For TPW, I think so. Okay. So now you see him kind of stepping out on his own. Uh, best of five series between the Saints, Tyler Jett defeated Joseph Knight. Uh, in a in a really fun singles match, you had Mr. Grimm taking on Timmy Lou. That was another banger of a match, man. It, it really was. I seen they just had that rematch at WrestleMania weekend for somebody, uh, some promotion. I can't remember who, so if he's listening, don't get mad. <laughs> but I remember seeing it on Facebook, and I'll comment. I booked it first. <laughs> there you go. I had to talk shit. You, you always do. Uh, then we had the the big blow up after after months of bullshit between Brad Cash and Jericho from Rehab. Yeah, that that match was uh, interesting, to, to say the least. It, it was with a with a finish I didn't see coming. <laughs> yeah, man, that was, uh, they pulled the sheet over everybody's eyes on that one. They did, and I I was kind of expecting Brad to just, you know, kill him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, some, some maybe maybe some shanking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, afterwards of that, we had Stephen Burns continue. This was the match where I wasn't sure if if Caddy would would hold on to the belt because I mean he was on a steady run at this point, which makes you wonder is it ever going to end? And I thought, well, <laughs> well, well, Sicken's got a better chance than a lot of people, but Caddy still walked away, hand raised, title round shoulder, listening yeah. to eighties. That was a good match too. 
then we have the the was yes, this is the five on five. <laughs> the, the elimination match for control of TPW. Or was it technically five on four? Did they count <laughs> did they count Hunter as two people? <laughs> uh-huh. Honestly, I don't know. Uh but but what a team that that Matt had. Uh it yeah. was it was yeah, the fucking the dream team. It was it was him it was Jake Phoenix, Eli Green, Dick Dangle, Bobby Wire, and and Matt taking on Hack, the Hollow Points, and Hunter Wolf in in a pretty stacked on one side deal. But uh, Matt obviously came out on top. Uh, if I remember one thing most about this match, despite everyone wanting Hack to fucking choke to death on his own breath. Uh, was the beating that Bobby Wire took and kept moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Bobby Wire. I was just like watching, like, is is he going to be okay? Because he was getting fucking beat on. Smiley, of all people, was fucking going all out on this dude. Hey, man, people sleep on Smiley. They do. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a he's an amazing wrestler. And I love watching his stuff. But I felt like that was one of the few times where I saw him like literally putting a fucking hurting on someone. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen Smiley straight up go. And the night we didn't have no referees, and he had to step in and be a ref. He's a hell of a referee. He can do it all, man. He's great on fucking commentary too. Yeah, yeah. Smiley's that dude, man. Too bad he turned into a douchebag, but. <laughs> He was allured away. <laughs> uh, after that, J.W. Dalton defeated uh, Mason Martin in his first time back, I think since Hollowicket and Tristan Ramsey. Uh, and this is one of those things where, like, I, to me, I was really noticing Dalton, you know, at this point he is a, a very high player in TPW. Yeah, and all he did was just, you know, show up one night. <laughs> right? It's fucking crazy. And then we had Raven Havoc defeat Nefarious Creed more to win the TPW Deathmatch title. Uh, it was a very emotional night for him. Uh, especially, you know, the baby was there that night. That was a really yeah. cool, really cool thing. Yeah, man, he deserves that. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. That, that was just a great night. It was very emotional. I was in there. I was the one who handed him the title in the ring. Yep. You know, but... Yeah, it was it was an emotional night. Uh, also, I think that was the last night we were at the Smoky Mountain Athletic Center. Yeah, this year. So, yeah. So. <laughs> well, we won't. We probably we ain't gonna be back. Oh really? Yeah, under new ownership. Oh no! That's those are the worst words you want to hear. <laughs> yep. Well, hopefully. You got you got plenty of time before it gets cold again, so that's why we had to scramble to find the place for March Madness, and it ended up being at the good old Chatterbox outside. Which uh, I I can't the wait. Coldest to... fucking outdoor show I've ever been a part of. Which is yeah, that's something I really can't wait to talk about. Uh, sorry, because I'm just remembering the story that uh, that Raven told me about. <laughs> 
goddamn ring turned into off. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, opening match, you had Mr. Grimm, Sean Hoodrich, Chris Crow taking on Drew Hernandez, Steve Michaels, and this one, I, I, can you tell me how Isaiah just shows up? <laughs> Isaiah, man, that's the the. Those guys are uh, the legacy of brutality in OVW. Oh, okay. Cash Flow, Isaiah, uh, and and Steve Michaels, and Drew Hernandez, yeah, and Josh, uh, Ashcraft. Ah, uh, I'm not. I don't. But they're they're the legacy of brutality in OVW. It's just. Uh... But, but yes, that was awesome to see the Hood Ninja Isaiah. He can, he, that's another dude that's been doing this forever. Yeah, because I literally remember, you know, being a kid, middle school, having the JCW VHS tapes. And I think it's on volume two, Isaiah wrestles Chris Hero. <laughs> so, all those now all these years later, I'm like, holy shit, that, that's Isaiah on a fucking TBW card? <laughs> yeah, him and Cashflow both. A lot of people forget Cashflow's been around... Oh, yeah, for fucking ever. (laughs) I'm trying to think of when the first time I saw him was, but I can't fucking remember that either. All right, match match after that is Stephen Burns defending the title. Uh, He defeats Rebel. Dale Rebel Henderson. Yes, sorry. That's a tow truck brother. Is it? Yeah, he, he's a local tow truck driver here in Tennessee. So, gotta show his love. Love Rebel. <laughs> you always gotta keep it out for your, your tow truck brethren. Yep. <laughs> uh, after that, Matt Raby defeats Cash Flow in uh, a match I really enjoyed. I feel like that was. that showed how good that. Matt can be. Yeah, that, that uh, you know, I told Matt when we were talking about this, I was like, hey, man, you going to let me book your match for that show? And he's like, yeah. So I was like, all right. But it was the thing, Matt Raby, you remember how he said he has a pretty hard chop? He was, you know, talking about it. Yeah. I remember it was on here. And I was, ever since that night he said that, I was like, okay, I got you. <laughs> And oh, yeah, that was my story for booking cash flow. <laughs> that was the, chalk, the chalk. whole reason? <laughs> uh, I did see recently, though, that cash flow did win the OVW heavyweight title. Yup, yup, yup. So, so is, is Matt going to show up in OVW? Ah, <laughs> uh, never know, man. He, I mean, he can call him out. He's got, he's got reason. Yeah, yeah. He uh, got one over on him. We uh we now have the Valkyrie taking on Hunter Wolf, and not only taking him on, <laughs> but they got one on him. They did. <laughs> they got him. I mean, they got fucked up along the way. <laughs> that was like uh, that was like a uh, thing of uh, I don't know. What's what's what am I looking for? The comeback story, the ultimate comeback story, right there for the underdog story. And especially when, like you said, you think of of the the people that are in it, and then you put them together, 
And now they're defeating, you know, seven foot fucking death man, Hunter Wolf. Yeah. And it, it had to be a, hum, a humbling moment for young Hunter. <laughs> or he was just pissed as shit once he hit the fucking curtain. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't too thrilled. <laughs> uh, okay, what else? Looking, looking, looking. Uh, the TLC match with uh, Vam and Sickened. That uh, was a banger. That was. I honestly thought Sickened would, would walk away with that one, but when uh, when Vam won, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was out there, man. I came to the ring with Sickened for that, and yeah, man, I didn't <laughs> see that coming. He almost had him, though, but it was a great, they, they tore it down. Yeah, they, they really did. That was That was a fun one. Uh, See that match? We booked that match because we were originally supposed to be at Smoky Mountain Athletic Center that night, so that's why we had a TLC match. I was wondering why it was a TLC outside, but then at the same time, I love when they do weird shit like that outside. So I just figured it was you yeah. guys being crazy. Why would, why, why would TPW run a TLC match in twenty degree weather? Because you're fucking ballsy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, man, we, we're, we're psychopathic, that's for goddamn sure. Uh, there was a scramble in which Will Knox walked away the winner. Again, this is showing Will's rise up the card and, and really, you know, asserting himself. Uh, yeah, Will, Will's working. Will, Will, Will's earning it, man. He's, he's doing his thing. Uh, you got to respect him. In one of my favorite matches of that night... Sarah Dox takes on the debuting Mickey Knuckles. Oh my god. And that was that was that was great. They beat the shit out of each other. Yes, yes. I was we were actually sitting on stage. I was standing on stage with a bunch of other I think Sicken might have been there and somebody else. But we were standing on stage for that match watching it. That who I honestly two of the two of the baddest broads you'll you know, two of the, okay, I mean, that's kind of sexy. Two of the baddest gals that could possibly be in a ring together, and God. It's literally two incredibly tough human beings that, I mean, Sarah's done so many barefoot death matches at this point that I'm assuming she just has leather on her feet. Uh, Mickey has been doing this for fucking forever on a high yeah. profile. And they did. They just beat the fuck out of each other. Uh, I honestly thought Mickey was going to go into that big-ass fire. <laughs> no, I was, I was a little uh, When Sarah cracked that fucking TV over Mickey's head. <laughs> and then uh, Mickey cracked that beer bottle over Sarah's head. Yeah! And at first I was like, is that a gimmick bottle? But then I realized there's no way in that fucking mass of a crowd there'd be a fucking gimmick bottle. <laughs> No, she she did it the hard way. Yeah, if, if anybody wants to see a match where it's it's two women in a street fight beating the shit out of each other, highly recommend that. And then the the, the three way for the 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 death match title, Raven Havoc, Herzog, and Tristan Ramsey, in a match Raven explained to me. Uh, anything that was possible got tossed out the fucking window because the ring froze over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they still had, you know, 
a good match. They like, did. All, they were all after the, you know, they were all three shitting on themselves because, you know, they had so much cool shit planned, but the ring froze, so they had to do half the match outside. And, and but, you know, for what they had, it was a good match. And that I, was... I don't see why they would shit on it. Yeah, and that was what I was trying to tell Raven. Like, I don't know why you would be disappointed. It's literally, if anyone watches that match, is just going to see three dudes beating the absolute fucking shit out of each other. Uh, you know, I tried to talk Matt into doing it during, you know, start having an earlier start time so we could do it during the day. But, you know, we didn't. <laughs> shit happens. But we had the fire going in for the crowd. We had another fire out back with a damn in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> the, the, the workers were standing around trying to keep warm. Some people were going, starting their car and sitting in it. Uh, Raven Havoc. <laughs> I did love uh, Ricky being extra loud towards Herzog in that match. <laughs> He's always extra loud. <laughs> But, yeah, just those three really did a lot. And even when they're, fight, you know, they're, they're fucking going out on the outside, it's not like the, the ground is any softer than the fucking ring when it's 20 degrees out. Yeah, you got, you got three of the, you know, they're, you can't just call them deathmatch wrestlers. Those, all three of those guys are great wrestlers. They are. Workers. Like, they could have a match. All, th- all three of those dudes you could put in the ring with a broomstick, and they'd have a banger. You could put any one of those three. Tristan, Herzog, Raven. They're just all great workers. They are. <laughs> you know, I kind of wish the match would have went as planned, you know, but, you know, had the whole show <laughs> went as planned. Yeah, true. It, it might have been a, a whole different story. Hashtag indie wrestling, am I right? Oh, you're not wrong. Uh, after that was Gimmick Mania. Who named it Gimmick Mania? <laughs> I think that was Matt. Okay. <laughs> uh, was it a little warmer in March? It was a little, it was a little warmer. Not by much. Not by much. I think that was it. Every, you know, it was warm during the daytime, but when the sun <laughs> went down, it got it got cold. Uh, early on in there, you have the TPW deathmatch style being defended between Raven Havoc and J.W. Dalton in a no-ropes barbed wire match, which, as Raven explained to me, was his first time doing that kind of match. Yes, yes, that was Raven's first Caribbean spiderweb no-ropes barbed wire match. Oh, that's right. How, how can I fucking forget the fucking the, the spiderwebs? Because those, when they fucking went into those, I was like, oh. Oh, uh, that was the first time I had the pleasure of seeing someone uh, get a syringe stuck in their face live. Yes, which I still I don't I don't do needles, bro. I don't do needles. I'm a bitch. <laughs> like when they take when they you know when they take my blood at the doctor, man, they gotta talk to me like I'm a four year old. <laughs> I'm okay with Who's that. Who's a big boy? Who's a big boy? They have to talk to me like that, man, because I will pass out. Uh, needles bothered me until being a dumbass kid yarder using barbed wire for the first time after that needles were fine <laughs> mm, nope <laughs> I can do tattoos that's about it uh, but I, I have yet to see syringe through face but yeah that was that was you haven't seen it live I have not I have not and uh, I don't know how I would react to that in person because 
it's I don't know. Not only did he stick it through his face, he was shooting whatever he had in there in the syringe. <laughs> he was shooting it out like to might show you it went through. And I don't know. Whenever I see something like that, I'm just always thinking of like, okay, like I don't know about you, but I always kind of like press my tongue to my cheek and think of like how thick is my cheek actually. Oh, I mean, I, I wasn't thinking. I was always thinking, like, oh, damn, I'm about to pass out. Somebody's going to have to catch me or hold me up or something. But I can, I could just not imagine someone holding my face and then shoving that through. Like, and not just being like, nope, nope, I'm kicking and fucking streaming the whole way out of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there wasn't no me sitting there just letting it happen. Uh, after that, we had a submission three-way in which Will Knox defeated Houston Everett and second. Again, Will Knox is, is, is working his way up against two really two of my favorite members of the TPW roster. Uh, I love Mr. Mayhem. I think he's a dude who doesn't get enough credit at times. And second is just a dude who gives everything when he's out there. You can't say he's not fucking going all out. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, all, all those dudes, man, are, uh, they're, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, shit. They're, 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 they're gems, diamonds in a rough. Okay. I guess you could say they're, they're all three, you know, great workers. You know, they don't get enough credit. None of them do. No, they don't. You know, I know Will Knox is, you know, still kind of green. But, you know, he, he's, he's been proving himself, man. And this match right here showed it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, after that, we have Beast Man and Hunter Wolf going at it again. This time, last man standing match uh, with, with Beast Man walking away the winner. But again, it, it fit their formula of, hey, let's just beat the fuck out of each other everywhere around this fucking place that we can. <laughs> Uh, and who knew Beastman knew how to talk? Uh, yeah. Okay, Ben knew how to talk. The pre the Stone Age Savage man could speak. He and came the fans out hated him for it. Oh yeah, he came out salty, real salty. Like, I don't know if he just didn't get no cave woman pussy last <laughs> night or, or the night before, but he wasn't in a good mood. No, and he was he was fucking yelling at the fans. He was. Uh, giving them tons of shit. But yeah, I think that was the first time I'd ever like really heard him cut a promo, especially one like that. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was definitely a first. I, I didn't know he could talk. <laughs> uh, after that, it was a false count anywhere match with uh, Matt Raby coming out on the side. He probably wished he didn't as he was defeated by Van Williams. Yeah, Vam got one over on him. He, he did, and Vam was another dude who was uh, mouthing off. <laughs> Vam, man, he he's one. Of, he ain't really. I don't know. Like, he just comes out and the fans hate him. <laughs> he he's he's got a mouth on him. He's he's got a mouth, but he can back it up. Yeah, you know, I, he came out like I think this was the night he came out uh, with the little Chick Fil A looking gear on, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I love how that's that's how you. <laughs> he came out in that in a SpongeBob hoodie. I was like dressed to impress my friend. 
after that, <laughs> uh, we had a, a scramble for the TPW Tag Team titles in which new champions were crowned mm. in the Valkyrie. Again, man, the underdogs. Uh, I'm going to be honest. That was one of those things where the next day when I'm kind of like looking at things since I can't kind of be there in person, I was like, no, no, they're fucking with me. And then I was like, no, I am not being fucked with. Oh, you you didn't dream that shit, my friend. And it, it, it is, it's the ultimate underdog story of these guys who, you know, six months prior were kind of just lost in the shuffle setting up the ring, uh, working security, you know, jobbing to everybody, you know, getting lit and hunter, like, you know, choke slam the shit out of them. And now they're the tag team champs. Yeah. Who thought? Uh, I, I wouldn't, would never have assumed that. Uh, after that, Tyler Jack gets another one up on uh, on Joseph Knight on in their best of five series, which now looks like is not going to come to fruition anytime soon. Uh, yeah, with Joseph Knight's really shitty knee injury, and I hope he heals up soon. Yeah, yeah, we wish a speedy recovery. Uh, after that, it was Hack and Briar Wellington, which. Uh, you know, as Hack has kind of said, he doesn't normally have a lot of one-on-one singles matches. So I initially just expected Briar Wellington to beat the absolute shit out of him and walk away in like five minutes. Not the case. Yeah, man. That was a... I told everybody for the Gimmick Mania show, you do not want to miss the Gimmick Mania show. And I was not, I mean, I wasn't bullshitting. No? I was not bullshitting. This was like the night of surprises, shocks. Uh, We all saw what happened, man. Yeah. And it was a game changer. Or plot twist. Yes. Yes. Uh, After that, it was the uh, intergender... Death match of the ta- uh, tag team death match with uh, Sarah and Tristan teaming up, which I actually like that combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Sarah normally tags with Travis Dock. Yes, which I love them they together are tag too. Partners, which and, they'll be in action this Saturday. And I know uh, Justin Zane. He's someone I was familiar with. Uh, I was not familiar with his tag partner until that night. I wasn't either. Uh, which is Crystal Rose, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't, I never, I never had seen her work before. She was definitely impressive. Yeah. For someone, you know, that, it, when you go into watching anything with someone you kind of hadn't seen before, you do kind of get a little you know, weary, but all four of them did a fantastic job that night. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That, uh, when Sarah got the broke nose, did you see yes, the picture? I did. We took, we took the picture with her nose all crooked and shit. Oh, and then she had to have it, like, surgically fixed, which is the worst. Yeah, 
and she's just sitting there like talking to you holding a conversation just doing you know her normal stuff with a broke nose not not even phased brad has repeatedly told me that she's probably the toughest person he knows yeah I and mean, it's it's legit like she that's what i said man she's tougher than some men i know <laughs> She's probably tougher than a lot of dudes I know. I'm, I'm going to tell you, her balls are bigger than mine. <laughs> then, in the main event, a match that I was fucking pumped for once I heard it. Because uh, I love these old school fucking steps with, with the bull rope. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and at, at this Now, before, when you heard, first heard it announced, you was excited and pumped for it, but... Back to the Hackbriar Wellington match. Yes. So and you had to be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, and and that was the thing where I was kind of like, "Okay, now where the fuck is this gonna go?" Because as I was kind of like alluding to earlier, at this point, it doesn't seem like Caddy's ever gonna lose the belt. He's like eight months into this run, he's fucking taken on everybody, he's beaten everybody, and out comes. Brad Cash with hack and toe. And you you almost know that shit could go terribly wrong. Well, you, the only time up until this night that you could actually watch a caddy match and be like, you know, he may not regain the title was the night he wrestled Grimm. Uh, the night you spoke about a minute ago when, you know, seeking. And this night. Yes. And just just watching Hack hand Brad the, the fucking garden sickle <laughs> was rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, oh, that definitely brought back some fucking Mr. Pogo vibes. Or sorry, Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Pogo. <laughs> yeah. Make PW, right? Uh, FMW's Mr. Pogo. FMW, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of Pogo the Clown from XPW. Man, he did fucking crazy shit too. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I was trying to think what's he up to, but now I can't remember if he's alive or not, which is probably a bad thing to say on a podcast. Uh, but yeah, when fucking the match goes all all over. Uh, Brad is clearly, you know, fucking taking every advantage he can working over Calvin. And he's got in his corner, so why the fuck would he not? Right, and I just, I'll, I'll, the, one of the visions that comes to mind, uh, is when they're, they're, they're going around the ring and Caddy's punch drunk and you, you know he is, and he's still trying to throw punches and he's still just trying to fight, but on one of his swings, he since he's so unbalanced, he swings and he falls down, and you're just like fuck. Yeah, not man, a place you, you haven't seen Brad since the night he lost to Jericho. Yeah, up until you know when I'd seen him until he walked out during Hacks match, and it was yeah something that I don't think Hack was trouble. already you know that he was having trouble. He was. Uh, <laughs> You know, ever since he was locked in the nut house. Yeah. Uh, he started going a little crazy. And now you got these two people who are not in their right mind frame joining forces. 
and they 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 pulled it off because fucking Hack had the referee distracted, which gave Brad enough time to lay out uh, Caddy with the lariat, and there was your, your three count. Like what? You know, when you see those two guys, you can tell, you know, neither one of them have stable thoughts going through their mind. And then they join forces, and you're like, what does this mean for TPW? Because now, you know, Brad Cash has the belt. Yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe it was just me always kind of thinking that if Brad was going to win a title in TPW, it would have been the deathmatch title. So to see him with the heavyweight title it definitely makes you wonder where things are going to head for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, definitely... Definitely, you're not going to want to miss what's coming up in TPW. Uh, definitely. Uh, the next match after this is the only one I haven't completely gotten through yet which is the uh the colt 45 memorial show yeah uh we uh, skipped brad's birthday bash too oh we did shit (laughs) yeah yeah i ain't we ain't i'm just gonna go ahead and just say there was like the the show was good brad cash and joseph schwartz was hilarious amazing maria and randy west they they killed it those two absolute great to watch them too in that hardcore match uh, the two death matches, Raven Havoc and Travis Dykes. That was the night I was worried for Travis Dykes. That was the night they stopped the match because Travis was bleeding so much. <laughs> uh, they didn't stop the match. Oh, I thought they stopped it. No, Travis won. Did he? Yeah, he beat Raven. Why do I not remember? I don't know why I don't remember that. Yeah, Travis beat Raven. But he was bleeding buckets. And then uh, you had uh, Tristan versus Aiden Blackheart. That was a banger. Yep, I remember that one. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Then Chase Stevens got drunk and threw a bunch of chairs. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a fantastic time. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, you know, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a time to say the least. <laughs> All right, uh, this one, the opener uh, was Briar Wellington taking on Caddy and Will Knox. In which the uh, the human horror show walked away the winner. Oh yeah, uh, Richie boy. That's right. What do you think about uh, TPW's new ring announcer? Oh Nathan. Yeah. Oh, I can't say enough great things about Nathan. I'm the really voice, it's... Uh, the voice of violence, man. He was uh, he used to be the guy from that did it for the Carnage Cup, man. Now he's with us. Uh, I, I, that was one of the things I was super bummed about about not being able to make it was not getting a chance to work with him and, and learn some stuff so I, I definitely can't wait till I actually do get to meet him and you know sit and listen to what he has to say yeah man he's just a great guy great guy I'm glad to have him aboard yeah dude I can't say enough enough great things about Nathan uh, after that it was the uh, the scramble match where a title opportunity was on the line uh, with a, a bunch of different guys from from TPW, with some faces you hadn't seen in a while, and uh, and Tyler Battle Royal, yeah, and Tyler Graves was just there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking and, of faces, <laughs> uh, which Nefarious Creedmore now finds himself with an opportunity. 
when and him and Matt Raby uh, beat the dog piss out of one another. They did, which I I really want them to go. I ain't I ain't gonna lie, man. I think uh, ever since Matt's match with Cash Flow back in I think when was it, February March. Yes, I think uh, that little fire under Matt. Yeah, I can agree with you because he's definitely been fucking. You know, I know he's not too happy that Van Williams beat him, but. <laughs> Hey, you know. sometimes you need the losses to, to, to get you along the way, too. Yep, yep, man. But yeah, him and uh, Creedmoor beat the dog piss out of one another. They they really did. Uh, after after that, it was uh, the AIWF uh, uh, title match in which you had uh, the champ Damian Wayne defeating Tank, super old grumpy Tank. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a... Uh... Old school, that was definitely some old school shit you see right there. It was just two, you know, big tough dudes just knocking the shit out of one another. Yeah. Uh, speaking of knocking the shit out of each other, after that, home run derby match between Jeff Cannonball and Travis Dykes, uh, which is one of the ones I was really uh, upset about. Uh, I don't know if Travis told you, but on one of uh, uh, Jeff's, short soda reviews, he shit on the the coffee Coca-Colas that I love. So I had been saving cans, and I bought a bat, and I was going to fucking glue the cans to be used, and, and, and it didn't end up happening. Oh, man. Fuck Enterprise. Yes, fuck Enterprise. But uh, Jeff walked away, the winner in that. Uh... Afterwards, a super emotional barefoot death match between Raven and Sarah. Were you just going to skip over Necro Butcher? Oh, fuck. How do I skip over Necro Butcher coming out and fucking people up? <laughs> yeah, man. Dalton Diamond came out and challenged Necro Butcher, and then Necro Butcher suckered, or uh, Jeff Cannonball stepped up to, uh, you know, Necro's defense because Necro's in no shape to fight. And, well, yeah, apparently Necro was, because Necro knocked the shit out of Cannonball. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's uh, he's now cancer-free, so who knows what's in the future for Necro. <laughs> God, man, oh, I, I got to party with him. Man. I, <laughs> you know, not too many people can say they partied with Necro. You're... But if you can, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> been there. Uh, the, the emotional match between Raven and Sarah. Yeah, Marty, that that match uh, was enough to make Adam Bueller and Raven or uh, Colt Forty Five both uh, very proud. I think. Yeah, I think they were both watching over them, smiling. They, they had to be. Uh, the the pits of pain death match where Akira defeated Tristan. Uh, yeah, that, that match was kind of cut short due to an accident. Yeah, uh, I heard. Uh, I think Will actually told me that night how. Twist, uh, how Tristan got, got fucked up, and I was like, oh, shit, I hope he's okay. Yeah, the, the light tube stuck him in the back of the neck. You know, it was a freak accident. It could have happened to anybody. Yeah. what I just, no, Unfortunately, it happened during a match I was really looking forward to. Yeah, hopefully they can they can get a chance to do it again sometime. Oh, well, we're we're going to run it again, I promise you that. All right, I'll be ready for that one. Uh, then it was the, the fans bring the weapons match, which I was really excited for. Uh, where John Wayne Murdoch walked out the winner 
between him, Aiden Blackheart, Satu Jin, Justin Zane, and J.W. Dalton. And J.W. also got fucking freak accident yeah. shit happened. Man, let me tell you something. That little kid, I think his name was Blake Walton. He was, he was riding our dick back in August um, before the Hotter Than Hell show. And now he wants to talk shit because J.W. got hurt that night. Man, it was, it, it, shit's gonna happen in deathmatch wrestling. Shit like that happens all the time. Yeah, it's not a fucking... It's it, not the first time in history in deathmatch wrestling. Something like that's happening is not gonna be the last time. No, but, it, you know, and it's, that kid, he wants to get on there. First, it was with Game Changer Wrestling. He was shit-talking Jimmy Lloyd. And next thing you know, Joey Janela gets on there and puts him to shame. And now, you know, he's... <laughs> right on the game changer wagon. But yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> I'm just He'll glad. we riding our dicks when we put on a banger again. <laughs> I'm just glad to to hear that JW was was all right, uh, despite having he, he, shit pulled on. <laughs> he brought that. He brought the glass with him. We saw him carrying it way before the show. Me and John Wayne Murdoch, we both asked him, how thick is that glass? And he came up there. We asked him if it was tampered. He said yes. Well, uh, when he went through it, it clearly was obvious the glass wasn't tampered. Yeah, which I feel even worse hoping, you know, it's one of those things where if he was told it was and it wasn't, that's all. The first time I've ever heard J.W. Dalton say, don't let me die, is just fucked with me. Yeah, I I can definitely imagine that. But gladly he's okay. Yes. Thank God. Glad to hear he's doing all right. And uh, the main event in which we saw six feet under together again. Of For Freak the Show. first time in how long? Uh, fucking since, I, you know, when I was bootlegging fucking IWA DVDs. <laughs> and they took on Brad Cash and Terry Houston in an old school death match. Uh, it's just it's just four guys fucking each other up. How can you not love this shit? Yeah, man. It was, you know, it was the whole the whole reason for the show. You know, was for Colt. Yes. Colt would have loved that show. Oh yeah. You know, he, he, we got the you know pay tribute to our friend, our brother. You know, we raised some money for his family. We all had a good time. You know, that's what it was all about. And now it's headed on to, to this weekend where you guys are having Right to Remain Violent. Yes, the Right to Remain Violent this Saturday. Uh, going down or back in the chatterbox. It ain't cold no more, baby. No. Uh, you were going to have uh, the Hollow Points getting their chance to retain or re- regain the tag titles from the Valkyrie. Uh, which we'll see. Anything if, if I haven't shown anything at this point, it's anything can happen with the Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah, you never know with them. Uh, Matt Raby, the Rabbit Pitbull, will be in action. Uh, I'm not sure if, if it's been said who, but uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, Matt Raby and the lovely Katie Gannon <laughs> versus Mount Kilpis. Mount Kilpis. Yeah, look them up, man. Right. Okay. <laughs> what name? Uh, Caddy's going to have his hands full when he's taking on seven-foot-tall Hunter Wolf. 
Yeah, yeah, that's going to be uh, something to look forward to, to say the least. It's, it's going to be an interesting match. Brad Cash is defending the heavyweight title for the first time against Chuck Steen. And uh, we just announced uh, Smokey C has been in through into that match, and it's now Ooh. a triple threat match. That will be the first time in a long time that New Jack's light skin kids will be in the same ring. Nice, uh, and uh, it's it's another loss to the wrestling community that I don't think any of us were ready for. Yeah, it, was, it caught me off guard. I can't take another loss, man. No, it's. I'm I'm hoping we 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 go at least two or three months before we lose anybody else. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really hoping. Just, you know, uh, we lost enough people in the past. 2020 and 2021 for a while. I could go another few years without losing somebody else. Agreed. Uh, in a death match, uh, this one's going to be fucking bonkers. It's Tristan Ramsey against Neil Diamond Cutter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've checked on Tristan Ramsey. He's ready to go. He's, in, he's healed up. He's ready to go. So... That's going down. Speaking of healed up, J.W. Dalton did not take long to say, fuck this, we're going out there. Uh, he's teaming with Charlie Cruel in what, if I remember correctly, this is only her second death match. Uh, and, uh, thank you. I think it's a hardcore match. I don't think this is a death oh, match. It's, on Facebook, it's labeled as a death match. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was originally supposed to be Mickey Knuckles. Uh, I think I think they just didn't change that on the flyer. I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, it was supposed to be Mickey Knuckles and J.W. Dalton against Sarah and Travis. You know, I think Mickey and J.W. Dalton make a great tag team. They really would, but I'm actually interested to see Charlie in this situation because uh, yeah. I've only unfortunately ever- Mickey uh, had she she had to be at. Uh, H2O show that night. Oh, Hardcore Kingdom is that night, too. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, good luck to her there. Hopefully she can fucking win the whole thing and then come back to TPW as the tournament wins. Yeah, we're, we're, we're still going to have the, we're still going to have the tag team match, the intergender tag team match. Um, See, it was supposed to have been Tristan and Sarah against uh, her and uh, Justin Zane, but she couldn't get out of work or something. I uh, can't remember. That shit's always so, the worst. Uh, so uh, she, that's when we got Crystal, and then just go around, we got Charlie Cruel. Which, I uh, love Charlie. Uh, I've actually, she's actually been on the podcast before, so um, I'm really excited for her to see us. But they're facing a, uh, a well-oiled tag team in Sarah and Travis. Those are, you know, they're best friends out of the they're race. Ta- they're, they are tagged. They've tagged together for a long time, so... You know, it's not like they were just thrown together. No. And then in the main event, uh, this might be Raven's hardest test yet as Deathmatch champion as he is facing Aiden Blackheart. Yeah, yeah, you got you got that to look forward to. But you uh, missed a match, though. We got the Monsters Ball through. Oh, yeah, shit. Beastman, Herzog, and Mr. Grimm, they're going to fuck the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> If you if you haven't seen the new Godzilla versus King Kong, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it for you. Uh, I'm gonna give you a spoiler. Right at the end, when Mecha Godzilla comes out, 
and King Kong and Godzilla quit fighting each other to fight Mecha Godzilla is what I'm expecting this to look like. Yeah, this is this one's gonna be fucking ridiculous. And that that's gonna be this Saturday. So if you yes. have nothing fucking better to do, your ass should be in Knoxville at the chatterbox and watch this ridiculous card for it's only ten bucks, seriously too. So fucking yeah, Jesus. Dude. I mean, yeah, man, we're not trying to bust heads. You know. Just come to I mean, you 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 should if you don't get your ten dollars worth, man, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, there's literally. I don't even know like how how to follow up because every TPW show delivers way more than ten dollars worth of even, shit. Even even if you're not a wrestling fan, which you probably wouldn't even be listening to this if you weren't a wrestling <laughs> fan. Come down just for the experience. The experience alone's oh, yeah. worth ten bucks. I'm with you on that. All right, man, that is everything we've covered. Uh, normally, I would go into some, some random questions with you, as you know, but I start days tomorrow, and I have to be up in four hours. So. Yeah, man, you, are, you, already, you already know my I'm <laughs> strawberry jelly gang. <laughs> y'all, y'all grape jelly weirdos. Like, you're like flat earth people. Thanks. So, uh, I will reach in and talk to you on Sunday to hear how everything went. Uh, until then, you take care, stay safe, and have fun, man. Alrighty, man. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like I was uh, telling Will uh, yesterday. I'm definitely going to reach out about coming again in the next few months. Oh, you still there? Yeah. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. Take care, and I will talk to you on Sunday. All right, buddy. All right, everybody. That was Steven Johnson. Uh, normally, I'd go through this spiel about everything else that's going on, but I literally start days tomorrow uh, after being on nights for a bunch of years. So, uh, only thing I want to say is thank you again to my beautiful, wonderful wife, Shelby, for all the shit she puts up with. And I love her, and she's the greatest. And uh, I will see you guys again soon. Love you. Bye.